Okay, next one, next slide. The payment schedule, we talked about this on our Zoom meeting. Here is 504010. It's laid out for you on a PowerPoint slide. 50% up front, 40 arranged before the day of the event that you likely pay a few more times along the way, and then 10% of the event final reconciliation. And the bullet point is why would a planner ever change from this common pay schedule? The uh, One of the reasons to do that would be that you have a relationship with someone, that you can alter this because you have a relationship, you feel comfortable doing business with them, or you might do this as a little bit of a risky gamble to change this pay schedule. If you go a little bit less of money up front, maybe you're trying to create goodwill with this client and that client might hire you down the road. You probably don't change it, but there are a couple of reasons that I just stated. Next slide, percentage of an event. And you can see more detail here, as I said, usually 10 to 20% of the total expenditure of an event. So think about someone who has a wedding of $100,000, that's $20,000 the event planner gets. So those television shows you see, My Extravagant Wedding, Sweet 16, whatever those shows are, that those reality shows that you've seen, a lot of those event planners are getting paid an expenditure or excuse me, a percentage of that. And then you can see the next bullet talking about the factors that could lead to a fluctuation. This is one of the things that would create a headache if your client wanted to continually change these. Okay, next term to know, definitely know is exclusivity clause. Exclusivity clause is basically a relationship you and a vendor have. And that means you can only do business with one another. At Ryder University, the athletic teams have an exclusivity clause with Adidas. Our food services has an exclusivity clause with Pepsi. And basically what that's saying is we're going to create a deal and we're only going to use each other. And what is it? It's basically guaranteed business for a vendor and if it's guaranteed business, then that vendor gives essentially their product at a lower price to the client. So Ryder getting all of their Pepsi products from Pepsi, all the different soda brands, they're getting each one a little bit cheaper because Pepsi has a deal with Ryder. They know they have guaranteed business with Ryder. And what it is from there is each product comes in a little bit cheaper. Okay, next one uh, of the bullet I want you to be aware of, and I'm going to include this in my uh, email to you. I want you to try to explain what the pros and cons of an exclusivity clause are. What are the pros and what are the cons with Ryder just having a relationship with Adidas or Ryder just having a relationship with Pepsi or a... Um, venue having just a relationship with one caterer that might be able to come in and provide food or beverage for your event held at a venue. So that one I'm going to include and I want you guys to answer that.